There we go. I like I'm forgetting how to do this. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Hello. This is Chelsea. And this is Ryan. And this is what dreams are made of. been a minute and that kind of bums me out a little bit but <laughs> my bad Whoopsie. we actually recorded a whole episode where we talk about halloween <laughs> i just never did <laughs> well i probably edited about halfway through it and then just i missed the halloween mark and then just felt completely unmotivated to so then it just turned into this weird thing of just, and then Ryan had a lot going on. And with when I was working again, full time, it's hard to record. And it's like, we only have a couple windows in the weekend to record and Ryan had a lot going on. So then it turned into this weird thing where we just weren't in a position to get on track with the episodes. Cause I had planned on putting Halloween town out and that was going to, anyway. Yeah. We were supposed to have, space in the schedule because of that episode yeah um so that's why there's been this long gap it'll literally be a month since we put out an episode by the time i put this out Hmm. um since i put out the lizzie mcguire halloween episode night of the day of the dead but um i don't know i'm kind of still thinking of randomly dropping in the halloween town episode at some point Mm -hmm. (laughs) which will be really uh silly but Anyway, um, yeah, so sorry about the weird long wait, I guess. I don't, I really don't want to do that. I don't want to be, you know, I don't want to do that where I kind of ghost, you know, for a little bit. And normally I would have probably said something on Instagram, but there's also, there was weird times, weird things going on, (laughs) weird vibes. Okay, not weird, it's just a lot of intensity with the election and stuff. It just kind of felt weird to be like, Hey, no episode this week. (laughs) I know you all don't have anything else to be disappointed (laughs) in. (laughs) This is it. Yeah. So it's like, people are probably like, shut the hell up, bitch. We don't care about your podcast right now. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, I don't want to say, so I just didn't say anything. (laughs) But yeah, so point is, is normally I wouldn't play it this way, kind of how we did that, but, you know, okay, we're here now. Yeah, hoping to not do that again, and this time if I do cover a movie, I think the thing that also messed me up was I didn't give myself enough time. Normally, I have two weeks now to edit at this point, and I was kind of trying to be ambitious with covering the movie and getting that out and I only had a week to edit and since it was a movie we talked longer just kind of automatically you know um and so anyways it was just harder and so now if I I do want to do a Christmassy movie I'm kind of thinking maybe in December I'll try and do it to where I actually get myself the proper oh and hey uh Chelsea doesn't have a job anymore um (laughs) yeah I was gonna say you're furloughed again Now, actually, that was the thing, too, was that I was so tired. I was feeling very unmotivated to edit during, like, Cooper's nap times. I just kept wanting to sleep. So that's the thing, too. That was messing me up. But now that wouldn't really be a factor. So 
yeah anyways that's yeah. our story about that yeah i got furloughed again this last thursday so it's only been a few days but yeah the world has more covid <laughs> <Yeah>. so <laughs> you get more sleep yeah yeah um yeah uh i'm a little more worried this time around than i was probably the first time but i don't know i am and i'm not i don't know what about the theater not reopening that and yeah money and things like that you know like what we would do if i didn't couldn't go back (laughs) but i we already know like if i had to really be ambitious and find another job like i would you know right now I'm, i'm not trying that hard because i don't feel like i have to yet um but if I had to kick it into high gear and go get a, like, I would try harder. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But I haven't felt that yet. But, but yeah. So, um, okay. Anyway, yeah. Uh, so now I have a lot more free time. We're probably still going to stick to the every other week schedule, even though I'm back to being furloughed. I am because of the situation I'm trying to, I do photography. Um, so I am trying to do like family photo sessions. Um, right now to make some extra money um and so that'll take up some time too of like editing so i don't want to have to do a podcast every week too with that like editing all those things photos and that you know what i mean so it's a lot of editing yeah a lot of sitting on my computer sorry i'm stuffed up again last episode i was like so annoyed listening to myself because (laughs) okay i was fine all day and all of a sudden right now we're like getting our stuff set up and this like cat hair explosion just like happened and now i'm all like super effed up again and i can't breathe <laughs> so cool if i sound like a freaking nerd yeah one of the cats exploded that's the details that she's kind of leaving out <laughs> yeah. just glazing over the you know hardcore part yeah here's some good news it's november 16th our place is already fully decorated for christmas i started listening to christmas music fully i feel like you've got some stuff on the back burner you're just waiting to put up no i just have come to the conclusion i can't do what i want to do with lights here inside because none of those mother effing things can handle holding the amount of lights i want or just not even the amount just like a string of lights like it's too heavy it knocks them down um, every time I've tried to hang them up and mm. as much as I would love to hang lights up in our place, I just last apartment I couldn't and I tried here, can't. So yeah, I'm kind of sad, but you know, we live in an apartment, so Ryan's not big on me putting holes in the walls, even though if it were up to me, I would just do it for the sake of getting my, <laughs> what I want. But, um, well, if we were trying to stay in Orange County, then I'd be more open to it, but there's this little hope in the back of our minds yeah. that I'll have a new job when this lease is up, in which case yeah. we kind of have to try to not thrash this place. Yeah, it's it's like the longer you stay, then the less you get uh, hammered on the deposit. It's like after two years, they can't get you for paint. After five years, they can't get you for carpet, whatever. If we leave in a year and the carpet and the paint are hammered, we're bummed out. <laughs> we're going to pay a lot of money. And the carpet is officially fucking hammered because Cooper... Oh, yeah, the carpet's screwed. Cooper just takes smoothies and spikes them on the floor every day like he's fucking scored the Super Bowl touchdown. Yeah, Ryan gets mad at me because I make Cooper's smoothies. 
I've calmed down. I was making them every day. Now no, I only make them like a couple months or twice a week. I love that you make them smoothies. <laughs> I get annoyed that we don't have a proper smoothie holding receptacle that will keep our baby from spiking Here's the smoothie. The thing. I don't think like there's... a Super Bowl Sunday okay, touchdown. Calm down. He doesn't do that. Carpet. He doesn't spike it. He literally, all he does is he casually tips it upside down to see what will come out. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing: is I don't think anything could handle that. Um, because he drinks them with a straw and I, I've, I let him use one of my cups now where the straw can't come out. The lid is a screw on, so the lid can't fall off. Um, and he still spills it through the straw. So, and these smoothies are usually like lots of berries and stuff. So they're like purpley, you know? Um, and yeah. And so it's like, if you're not literally just following him around while he drinks, then it's a problem which sucks so literally though like the other day like i made one for him and i was like okay you know he's doing pretty good i just need to put one thing away it'll take two seconds i just need to like put this thing in the fridge that i have out come back he's made a mess all over the floor i'm like how did you do that and like all right my new thing is i take him to the patio so that he just drinks it on the patio which works out fine but before we got to the patio he like turned it upside down already and like had spilled some anyway so the carpet is screwed between the cats and cooper um the cats we've typically been able to manage even with the barf and stuff yeah but no now the combination of both it just feels kind of hopeless at this point um but yeah okay anyway um I, I only brought up the happy news of the Christmas stuff is because I'm looking at my beautiful tree and it makes it makes me happy. Anyway. All right. So we are covering the episode called Inner Beauty. Not going to lie. This episode gives me anxiety. <laughs> Inner Beauty. I thought this episode's about fucking recycling in a slow race. It's called Inner Beauty. Maybe that was a mistake. I'm curious. <laughs> It is weird, but this is what it says on the thing. On oh, the intern in charge of uh, getting the episodes named in order, just swip swapped them. Well, this is on my weird, like, burned discs and stuff, so it's like some fool just freaking, I don't know. I could see them not caring that much, messing mm. it up. Oh, see, it is wrong. Huh. Really? Yeah, I thought that was wrong, because there is an episode called Inner Beauty, and it's a different one now that I'm thinking about it. So, see, my guy who freaking gave me these bootleg DVDs here. Janky bootlegger. This makes a lot more sense what this one's called. <laughs> this one's called Obsession. So, scratch the Inner Beauty one. I was going to say, I thought there was an episode called Inner Beauty as I was saying it. Anyways, it's called Obsession. That's what it's actually called. Makes a lot more sense. Obsession. And this episode stresses me out and i'll say because it's all about lizzie and environmental things and everything that she goes through is like my inner struggles like every day and this episode is just <sighs> brings up all my <laughs> stuff i feel <laughs> okay so here we go all right so we're opening and it's at school like in the i don't know courtyard or something i don't know and the teacher, a teacher comes up praising Lizzie and Miranda for everything they did for the food drive. And Miranda and Lizzie are like sorting boxes of food and cans. And anyways, yeah, the teacher says they did a great job. This is the most successful food drive the school has ever had. And Lizzie says, thanks. It was actually kind of fun. 
And Miranda says, and the extra credit rocks. Extra credit does rock. And the teacher says, you girls have a knack for this. You know, someone won't go hungry tonight because of all the food you collected. You two might want to take on a new volunteer project. Inner Lizzie says, I totally have a knack for this. I ended world hunger in an afternoon. Okay, maybe not ended, but I made a dent. Um, I'm only writing what they all say in this little part because it kind of sets up the whole like episode. Anyways, um, all right, so that's that conversation. Okay, so the teacher leaves, parents stop by, and Miranda leaves to say she's going to go say hi to her parents. Matt is wearing like a security sash thing. Lizzie makes fun of him, and then the parents get mad at her. But, but Matt says like she's allowed to do that because she's just speaking the truth. <laughs> Um, and the mom says, your brother is wearing his hall monitor safety patrol belt. And Lizzie says, wait, it's a belt or a sash? See, I, it's a sash that he's wearing, but she calls it a belt. Like, you know what I mean? Like a, like it's like, yeah, it's diagonal. Yeah. One shoulder mm-hmm. down to the hip. Yeah. It's so, a sash. Yeah. But she calls it a together, belt. Miss McGuire. <laughs> and Lizzie says, hall monitor. How many garbage cans are you going to get stuck in? Um, Matt says, see, even my lame sister knows what's coming. And then the dad tries to say, you know, stick up for him and say, like, that's not going to happen. And he remembers his hall monitor days. But then they show this flashback of the dad getting stuffed in a trash can. <laughs> and the dad says, your sister might be right. <laughs> and then it goes to the opening credits. <sighs> okay. Anyways, I just wanted to include that part because that was funny. Okay. So... Now we're at the opening, or sorry, yeah, the opening credits happen, blah, blah, blah. So three-way call, classic, between Lizzie Miranda and Gordo. Uh, Lizzie's jamming Gordo up for not being at the drive. Uh, he says he has the Science Olympics to prepare for, um, and that's happening this week. And Miranda tells Gordo, like, Tudgeman always wins those. And Gordo says, not this year. He's going down. Um, basically, yeah, Gordo's just talking crap on Tudgeman says he's going to beat him this year and then Lizzie says so I guess this means you won't be recycling with us and Miranda says uh when did we decide on recycling and Gordo says good luck with that saving the earth stuff guys I gotta go drop eggs off the roof and he hangs up and then Lizzie says hey Miranda meet me at the digital bean tomorrow because we're starting there and then she hangs up and so then Miranda's just left on the phone (laughs) And she says, recycling, great. Cannot wait to start picking through garbage. Okay, so now we're at the dinner table and Matt's bragging about his hall monitor stuff, you know, all the citations he gave and whatnot. Um, And Lizzie joins them late for dinner. Wait, so I don't get it. Was Matt into being a hall monitor? He wasn't at first. He wasn't at first. He was worried about it, but now... He's like taking pride in it. He's gotten a taste of the yeah, power. Yeah, exactly. And actually, one of the things he said is, I think I want to be a mall cop when he's older. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, the part makes me laugh. Um, so, yeah, Lizzie joins late. Matt is giving her a hard time. God, what's that movie? Blart? Paul Blart, mall cop or mm-hmm. something. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What? 
That's all I've got to offer. Okay. That's and it. Lizzie. I was just really trying to get you to help me remember yeah. the name of that movie. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. I think it has like, or Paul Blart 2 got like a zero or a two on like Rotten Tomatoes or something. Fucking it brutal. might have moved up a little more since then. But <laughs> 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 it makes me want to watch it just because of that. I don't think I've ever seen the first one. Those I aren't my kind of I movies. I haven't seen it. I saw yeah. the previews and yeah, was, I was like, no, thanks. very bummed out. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so Lizzie excitedly tells the parents about her and Miranda, reci- her, their recycling project. The parents are proud of her and ask her what the plan is. She says, um, you know, they're going to start at the Digital Bean, but then she says it makes more sense to start right here at home, which now the parents are not as enthused um, because now this means they have to help because so like because one of the things she's just saying is oh we um what did she say she says like we need to we'll have to create three separate you know trash cans one for paper one for plastic one for glass and we'll go to the recycling dump every week i don't know anyway so she's listing these things and the parents are like great <laughs> okay so now the next scene is uh they're at the digital bean and lizzie miranda are like sitting on the floor digging through trash and miranda says or she's just bummed about, she's like, I didn't know saving the earth could be so smelly, something like that. Uh, and, but Lizzie's, you know, excited about the impact they're making. And Miranda says, there's got to be a less disgusting way we can help. And Lizzie says, what's disgusting is not recycling. I mean, look at this. And she picks up a paper wrap, like holding, like, you know, would have held a burger. I mean, and she says, we can save a tree if we recycle this. And this, she picks up a plastic bottle. This can be used, and Miranda cuts her off. She says, to save a plastic tree. <laughs> and Lizzie says, no, to make other plastic stuff. I mean, if we keep throwing stuff away at this rate, in 50 years, there will be enough trash to fill the state of Texas twice. And Miranda says, where do you get this stuff? <laughs> and Lizzie says, I read. And then, yeah, so then Miranda's, Oh, okay, sorry. Then Lizzie finds, like, um, I forgot what this was called. The, like, plastic things that hold, like, a six-pack of cans together. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't I know. I forgot what that's called, but now she's freaking out about that. You think there's a technical name for them? I feel like I've heard something, but now I don't know. But anyway, so she grabs one of those, and she's freaking out about it, saying, you know, dolphins, you know, get stuck in them all the time because people don't cut them. Miranda complains, or Miranda's kind of being a brat the whole time, and Miranda's like, oh, you know, I thought, like, I don't know, she says something like, I thought we were saving the earth, you know, and like, now we're saving dolphins or something. She's just being a brat, and Lizzie's like, dolphins are a part of the earth. (laughs) Um, So Miranda, being annoyed, leaves to get their food, and Lizzie hollers at her like, don't get too many napkins, and give me some scissors, because she wants to cut the thing. Um, so inner Lizzie is juggling a tree, a dolphin, and a glass bottle, and she's complimenting herself, saying she's so good at this saving the earth thing. So now, um, Miranda and Lizzie have their food in front of them. Lizzie hasn't started eating yet, though, because she's cutting up the soda holder can thing, can holder thing. Parker shows up. Parker is kind of a regular, but she's, she's not a staple at all, but we just, you know her because she's in several episodes but mm-hmm. parker's always kind of a turd <laughs> but she is but yeah no she kind of sucks but but this okay i'll tell you why this 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 conversation this scene frustrates me in a second but i'll say it first so parker shows up tells them she thinks it's awesome what they're doing 
Um, Parker says, so many people don't care about the environment and how they, and she says, like, they think the earth is some infinite resource and it's not. And Lizzie is, you know, psyched that, you know, someone else is saying this too. Lizzie obviously agrees. Then Parker pokes Lizzie's food and she's like, seems disappointed. She's like, is that, you know, meat or something? Or is that a burger or something like that? Um, And Lizzie's like, yeah, I want a bite. (laughs) And then Parker's like, how can you enjoy eating some poor dead animal? And then Lizzie says, I've never thought of it that way. And then Parker says, well, maybe you should meat eater. And then she walks away. Okay. And okay, also, I will say Lizzie decides she's a vegetarian now after this point. But this whole thing drives me nuts because I am completely on board with Parker. Like, I think, how do I say this? No, I'm not on board with Parker. I will say what she does here, I think, is the thing that makes people like non-vegans, non-vegetarians um, hate vegans and vegetarians, right? Like, hate that idea because she's a fucking dick right there you know what i mean like yeah she guilt trips Lizzie. yes and then goes meat eater and it's like oh give me a break like um and you know do i agree you're gonna eat some poor dead animal yeah (laughs) 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 but but yeah no it's shitty um and so it sucks because i'm like uh you're like i hate that that's what they chose to represent on the show but I guess that says a lot about how people view vegetarians and vegans that the, obviously the producers and the writers of the show obviously wanted to present a vegetarian um, in that way. Yeah, I don't think this is so much a thing anymore. But That's true. This is a long time ago. But for a while, PETA was just like oh, right, right. hardcore. Like I remember PETA being yeah. set up in malls with like a portable screen and stuff playing that uh documentary meet your meat oh and it's just all about slaughterhouses and shit like that so you're like walking through a mall then all of a sudden there's this big ass screen showing you know the inside of some slaughterhouse and uh they were all up in people's face like about that stuff Mm -hmm. and i feel like that set the tone for like the next fucking 20 years yeah. because I have so many people be so fucking weird to me mm-hmm. about me being vegetarian. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. I learned my lesson from the PETA people. Nobody <laughs> fucking likes that. Okay? Right, no, right. Nobody likes, you know, f- to be an asshole. And, uh, and it also doesn't like, it doesn't change hardly anybody's mind. Yeah. You know, it really just, it really just makes people pissed. Um, and if anything, some people will like dig in their heels because they're pissed. And right. I've totally experienced those people oh, too. Oh, for sure. Um, like people that will refuse to eat vegan food. Right, right. And uh-huh. it's like, okay, man, it's, it's fucking food, you know? If, right, if it's like good, calm it's down, good. take a fucking chill. Um, yeah. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I feel like that was culturally ingrained. And I oh, have, yeah. I've had so many people be weird with me because they're expecting me. To pull like a PETA move. To, to be a PETA yes, on them. I totally agree and then they turn it around then they get all vegan police on me oh yeah so i've just randos like at work and stuff like that they just eat whatever they're just normal people just eat meat and shit like that and then they'll roll up a meat uh what is that that looks like cheese you can't eat that ew and it's like that makes me want to punch them some motherfucker mouth I didn't tell you what to eat yeah like, mm-hmm. why are you acting like you get to tell me what i get to eat mm-hmm 
and uh but it's it's i don't know it's baked in the cake now oh, you know yeah. like uh-huh. people just act that way now um everybody wants to be vegan police and uh some people really want to be meat police yeah i yeah i've had a couple people be weird with me about PETA specifically um or i've had people be like how do you feel about PETA though you know like want to get my opinion about it like once i say that i don't eat animal you know stuff uh and yeah it's i'm always like i i think whenever that was like i was a small child so i don't really know the PETA phenomenon that you're even talking about like i didn't experience that so when people ask me that i'm like what it's just annoying to me. Sorry, I'm getting all like, see, this is what I mean. This episode gives me, stresses me out. It brings up my daily struggles in like <laughs> the decisions I make in life. Um, but yeah, it's, yeah. I find myself always feeling very conflicted with the like animal, animal stuff. Cause um, yeah, it's, I feel like you have to be so careful about how you say if you're like a vegetarian or a vegan. And the thing that peeves me is, yeah, I don't ever know who I'm going to rub the wrong way by telling that to. And that again is pathetic to me. I'm like, it's just so frustrating that it's like people are actually kind of bothered by that and that I have to walk or like, I feel like I have to tiptoe around it sometimes. And I'm like, you know what? That's not fucking fair. And then I go on this other side where I'm kind of turking, turning into a Parker in my head, you know, mm-hmm. where I'm like, fuck you for eating animals. You know what I mean? Like, I find myself hard to find the balance of like, no, 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 Chelsea, it's okay that people do what they do and you're going to do what you do. I'm like, um, but it just, yeah, I find myself having an inner struggle. Um, anyway, it's all right. Everyone, just keep doing what you do. <laughs> but see, I don't feel that way. <laughs> <laughs> I wish people would change. Uh, no, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I could go on and on about all the things, the thoughts that I have about that stuff, so I won't keep going. But, okay, anyways, blah, blah, blah. Lizzie, the, it works. The guilt trip works. Lizzie decides she can't, she doesn't want to eat me anymore. Um, so Miranda's like, can I finish that then? And eats her burger. Okay. So next scene is we're in a classroom. Gordo and Larry are sitting apart from each other, giving each other kind of a stare down. They're both, you know, have, they're surrounded by books and stuff. I really didn't watch this episode. Usually I, at least I'm probably like 50 to 75% like in tune with what's going on either because you've been watching it or I've just you know, seen it at some point, but, Mm -hmm. uh, I don't get the connection between the Gordo, uh, and Larry thing. Yeah. Tudgeman. I think it's a storyline. I don't think it has to do with Lizzie stuff. It doesn't at all. No, I think it's just its own thing. Gordo just has his own little storyline in this episode. That's how I viewed it. At least I think it has nothing to do with Lizzie stuff. Okay, because that's what I was going to ask you if you were coming around to that somewhere at the end, like why those things have to do with each other. No. No, huh? So basically, we have Lizzie, a story, Gordo. No, Gordo is really C story. Yeah. Because Matt mm-hmm. is B story, because yeah. Matt at least gets related back to Lizzie stuff towards is the end. intertwined with her, yeah. So the Gordo Tudgman thing is just so they can look like 
fucking idiots. Okay, that's a little harsh. I mean, really, like, what were the writers going for? At the end, they're both wearing stupid-ass costumes. Okay, I don't know. I'll get there. Anyways. That was the show. It got too real, so we're like, ah, we're going to stick in fucking Gordo in a in an Elvis costume. I know. And he keeps using the word aerodynamic in a really uh, misleading way. Are you done being negative? I don't know. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, so Gordo and Larry giving each other stare down, blah, blah, blah. And they're talking shit to each other about, yeah, how they're going to beat the other one in the Science Olympics. Okay. So we're at home, the McGuire home, main home. Matt is bragging about all his citations he gave out um, and blah, blah, blah. I'm just going to say that. There's more that happens there. But anywho, then Lizzie comes in. She's saying that she's going to give clothes to the homeless shelter that she hasn't worn in ages anyways. And so dad says, I thought you were doing recycling. And she says, we're doing that too. And he says, "Um, aren't you taking on a lot? And inner Lizzie, I love this whole part. This is this is the shit I'm saying is like too on point with my. <laughs> but inner Lizzie says, "Well, if my parents' generation wasn't so interested in bell bottoms and roller disco, the planet would be in a lot better shape." And she has this like mask on, and she's like vacuuming the. Anyways, it's funny. Um, and then Lizzie responds, saying, "There's a lot to worry about." And then Lizzie says, "Oh, and we're taking some more canned foods to the shelter." And when she's saying this, the mom has, like, um, vegetables in the sink. And so Lizzie turns off the water because the mom had turned the water on to clean them. And then the mom grabs the can back that Lizzie had grabbed when she said she was going to take more cans down to the shelter. And the mom's like, hey, I need that for dinner. And then Lizzie says, mom, homeless people need it more than we do. And the dad says, honey, we just gave the shelter a whole bunch of cans. And Lizzie says, dad, the homeless population has exploded in the last five years. And then now at this point, the mom and Lizzie are going back and forth, turning the sink water off and on, like over the vegetables. (laughs) And the mom finally is like, what are you doing? (laughs) Lizzie says, mom, water is a valuable resource. The earth does not have an infinite amount. And then the mom, (laughs) this part's actually kind of funny. Matt comes up. He's like, she's right, mom. And gives the mom a citation (laughs) from his bed. (laughs) So then the mom gets pissed and she's like, fine, no clean vegetables, no dinner. And she like leaves. So then Matt gives Lizzie a citation for <laughs> delaying dinner. Um, Clever. And then Dad's like, "Hey Matt, let's look, let's let the you know Mom and Lizzie sort it out." But as he's saying this, he's grabbing some trash to take, and Lizzie notices you know him about to take the trash out, but he hasn't separated the plastic and the paper and all that. Oh, I think Lizzie says like you forgot to separate the trash or something, and the mom says. Like, I separate the laundry, so, like, and then Liz, inner Lizzie says Burn. something about, like, you know, a classic mom, you know, talking about laundry, and I'm talking about saving the earth, and it's this poor, like, image of this earth trying to breathe, and there's, like, a cold towel on his head, and Lizzie's taking its temperature, and the temperature's all, like, crazy high, and I'm like, ah, anxiety, this is what I'm saying. <laughs> this episode stresses me out. <laughs> anyway. So then Lizzie to dad says, I think you could be a little more supportive. You agreed to separate the garbage and you didn't follow through. If I did that, you'd be mad at me. Burn. <laughs> yeah, it's actually Jeez, they're fucking throwing rocks here. Good point there. And the dad says, that's correct. But I think you need to recycle your attitude, young lady. 
then the doorbell rings and Lizzie just like Ugh, and like leaves to go answer sorry it. Mr. McGuire bit of a cop out yeah yeah mm-hmm. Lizzie was right he did say they said they would do the trash part well and Miss McGuire was fucking throwing rocks too what's, what's yeah. up with Mr. McGuire getting in there and whiffing <laughs> fucking bullshit <laughs> Okay. Everybody is on point except for Mr. McGuire. <laughs> Matt's writing citations. <laughs> okay, anyway, so the doorbell rings. Lizzie goes to answer it. It's Miranda just walks in smiling. She's wearing a new jacket, turns around and shows it, which we will point out that this jacket we've already seen before. It's already been in an episode or two at this point, worn mm. by Lizzie. Mm-hmm. But anyways, Miranda's showing it off. It's her new jacket uh lizzie's like what are you wearing or you know like what are you doing point is they are they argue because the le- the jacket is made of leather and lizzie's like i thought we went veggie or we're going veggie and miranda's like uh you are going veggie not me um and lizzie says like she can't count on miranda so she'll have to do everything by herself and miranda tells her like you're overreacting or, like why are you you know i don't know so that's something about lizzie overreacting and Lizzie says, I'm overreacting. Tell me I'm overreacting when the garbage builds up so high, it blocks out all the sunlight and we freeze. <laughs> and then Miranda says, well, at least I'll have my new jacket to keep me warm. And then she leaves. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I will say I'm team Lizzie this whole fucking episode. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, it's really hard. All this stuff stresses me out so much. And it's so stressful when you think that other people don't care or like aren't trying <laughs> but anyway yeah her making a decision but then acting like it was a decision for her and miranda is pretty whack that's true that is true yes i agree with that part but i'm just saying i'm with her on feeling just alone and scared and it's a bummer when no one else is like you know what i mean yeah um anyway that's just like like i said how i feel every day Okay, so now while well, we're in the classroom, Miranda walks in, stepping over on and a bunch, like on and over a bunch of paper that's all over. Gordo is asleep on the desk, but she like wakes him up, I think, and he goes back immediately to making paper airplanes and trying to fly them. She tells them they have to talk about Lizzie. He says he's too busy. He has to keep practicing his paper airplanes for the Science Olympics. He keeps yawning. Now this is the rest of the episode where Gordo is going to keep yawning. <laughs> Then Miranda says, this is serious. She's ending their friendship over a leather jacket. Um, And Gordo's just still in his own world, making paper airplanes. Lizzie walks in and she's like, ah, and freaks out about all the paper. And she's like grabbing it to throw away. And she's like, yeah, she's frantically picking it up. And she says something to him like, did you know that 99.9% of paper can be recycled, but only 15% of people recycle? And Gordo says, that doesn't make any sense. And Lizzie says, exactly. Um, <laughs> which I think is funny. But, um, and he says he needs to practice to beat Tudgeman. Now Lizzie and Gordo are arguing. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever. They ended on, they're mad at each other. Because he's doing his thing and she's doing her thing. They both like look at Miranda. And then Miranda's like, I'm going to go. Gordo's wrong. It does make sense. I was going to say, it does make sense. I don't. But he's all sleepy and out of it. So. Mm-hmm. Okay, now we got the B story, which is like Matt doing his hall monitor stuff at school. That's all I'm going to say. They just show like a scene of him. Ball monta- Montage of him being Paul Blart at school. Yeah. Ball Blart. So now we're in the school hallway. Gordo and Tudgeman are having like a Western face off. 
um like a little like what's it called like a what's that thing called a showdown no i know but what's the tumbleweed tumbleweed a tumbleweed goes by in the hallway Chelsea's while they're doing this pantomiming <laughs> a swirling circle i obviously did it pretty good so gordo wins the showdown yeah your swirling circle was fucking clutch and then gordo yawns after miranda shows up and tells i don't know anyways this is not that important but miranda tells him like oh, okay sorry gordo tells miranda that him and tudgman are going into the bike race tied tudgman won the egg drop but gordo won the flying airplane so anyways then miranda good thing he practiced mm-hmm, with all that paper that he wasted mm-hmm. and then miranda says she'll be cheering him on and she hopes lizzie will be too Okay, so now classroom, it's the teacher's classroom, the teacher who was in the opening scene, who was compl- who gave them this the project of r- the food drive thing. So we're, they're in that classroom. Miranda sits by Lizzie, and she tells her she didn't wear leather today, she didn't eat meat at dinner last night, and she recycled her can at lunch, and so she asks if she can talk to her now. And Lizzie's like, I guess. So Miranda then asks Lizzie, like, what are you wearing? And Lizzie says, burlap. It's a renewable resource. And then Miranda tells... Yeah, I don't know. Um, And then Miranda tells Lizzie that she's really worried about her. And Lizzie says, Don't be worried about me, Miranda. Be worried about the world. Be worried about the environment. And the homeless people. And the animals. And the rainforest. And the ozone layer. And Miranda says... um, Which, again, that's why this episode makes me implode. Ah, (laughs) So much. But all, th- all things that are worth caring about. Exactly. I'm like, uh, yeah. So anyways, Miranda says, well, the rainforest isn't going to rent movies with me on Friday nights or something like that. And she asks her to put this stuff aside for just a few hours. And she's like, let's go watch Gordo's race after school. Um, anyways, the teacher then says they're having, oh, not, but I'll say Gordo's sitting in the class tube. But he keeps falling asleep. Anyways, on his desk. Okay. So the teacher says they're having a pop quiz. She starts handing out the papers. Lizzie freaks out on the teacher for handing out a bunch of paper. And then Miranda keeps trying to urge her to stop because she knows what Lizzie's about to do. And she keeps saying, like, Lizzie, like, sit down or stop. Or Lizzie, she keeps saying, don't, Lizzie, don't. But it doesn't happen. So anyways, then finally Lizzie blows up. And she's like, you encouraged us to start this project. Why won't anyone help me? And then inner Lizzie is balancing the world on her back. Actually, I forgot this one part. I think it's funny. I think Lizzie says something like, you know how many trees you could have saved if you would have printed that double-sided? Which is true, again. And then inner Lizzie's like trying to stop a tree from falling and the tree falls and then inner Lizzie says, tree killer. (laughs) Anyways. Inner Lizzie or real Lizzie? Inner Lizzie. But I just like it. Okay, anyway, so like I said, back to blah, blah, blah. Inner Lizzie's balancing the world on her back. And the teacher says like, I'm going to help you, Lizzie. I'm going to send you home because you need to take a nap or something like that. Yeah, what is this whole nap bit I don't that know. they fucking yeah. do with her and the Matt? parents? No, the parents also. Well, yeah, I know. Uh, oh, well, why yeah. both of them? Know. They're like you. You, you two need, need some, to take a nap. You need some sleep. I don't know. Anyways, Lizzie gets sent home. So, anyways, both Matt and Lizzie were sent home early from school. Matt because he was power hungry, they say, and went a little too absurd with his whole giving citations thing. Um, and then Lizzie, obviously, for, you know, yelling at a teacher. So the parents end up having, like, a heart-to-heart with Lizzie. I just wrote down the main points 
of that conversation, which was just, you're taking on too much. You need to take care of yourself first if you want to take care of, you know, other things. And Lizzie was like, eh, I haven't, I didn't think about it like that before, which is true, you know. Um, the parents say, like, why don't you pick one thing and just really go for it? Like, you kind of have your hands on too many things, basically. And anyway, and they say, why don't you get some help? Like, what happened to Miranda? Blah, blah, blah. And, and then Lizzie says something like, oh, I was really mean to them. So and they tell her, like, why don't you, because she says that she was really mean to them. And she's like, can I please go watch Gordo's race after school? And they tell her, why don't you take a nap? Then we'll take you to the race after school. The nap thing. I know. Is, I don't know. It's really bugging me. I don't know. Sleep is good. So, and then Lizzie's like, ew, that's, you know, kind of a problem. She says she donated her mattress to the homeless shelter. So, the mom says, I'll get blankets for the couch. And the dad says, I'll call the homeless shelter. Because you want your mattress back after it's been to the homeless shelter. Yeah. No. But mattresses are expensive, so I would be kind of pissed. They really are. Maybe it was one of those, uh, hope uh, it's still in the wrapper. Yeah, like you haven't haven't done anything with it. Exactly. Um, Yeah. So now it's after school. Um, The slow bicycle race is happening between Gordo and Larry. Gordo's dressed like Elvis. Um, Gordo loses because he falls asleep. Basically, he's winning the whole time, but he's so fucking tired that he ends up just falling asleep right at the finish line and... Larry wins by default. So now they're walking home, the three of them, Lizzie, Miranda, and Gordo. Uh, Lizzie apologizes. And then Miranda says she's trying to make some changes with how she does some things to be more helpful to the environment. Um, Gordo's mad at himself for falling asleep. He says something like, if I would have just gotten sleep instead of practicing so much for or staying up all, up all night doing my helmet to make it, you know, he's like, I might have actually won. And he was like, there's a lesson in there somewhere, but I'm too tired to think of it. Think of it. So him saying that, um, that's one of those things where I'm like, is this supposed to be connected to Lizzie? And I don't know. Anyway. So, yeah, I'm I'm trying to wrap my head around what the moral of the story is. I And there's a little more left. Okay. I'll say. Give me what you got. Okay. So Lizzie says that she's going to stick to one thing and really go for it. And she says, like, stray dogs. And then she starts saying, like, you know how many dogs end up in, you know, like a shelter every year, blah, blah, blah. And so that's what she kind of decides her thing is going to be. Then Larry rides by, I think, on his bike. And he's making fun of Gordo. And then he crashes on his bike. And that is the end of the episode. (laughs) So, okay. So the moral of the story is care about fewer things. (laughs) Or is the moral of the story, don't be an asshole just because you care about something? I think it's that. Or at least that's what I would like to think. Yeah, I would like to think it's that. But I think it's actually care about fewer things. I don't think so. Yeah, totally. That's like the whole Gordo thing. It's like, you know, Hmm. if he wouldn't have obsessed about one thing, he could have done better in something else. Hmm. So they're saying care about fewer things. And I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Yeah, this episode, like I said, stresses me out because it's a lot of things that I feel like a lot, like relate to Lizzie on a lot of these things. And I, I do get kind of frustrated at the end because I feel like everyone beat her down, like, which is, it is how I feel like people, I just think that's what they do to people like that. You know what I mean? 
I wonder if this episode is kind of weird for us because a lot of these things we do care about. Mm -hmm. So for us, we're like, no, you can't just not care about most of them and Mm -hmm. really care about one. That doesn't make any sense. You have to care about Mm -hmm. pretty much all these things. Mm -hmm. But I wonder if you're not like us, then it could have just been like anything else. It could have been like sports. You know, it's like, you know, like, uh, you know, you just got to focus on basketball because if you do basketball and baseball and track and football, you know, you're spreading yourself too thin. You really need to just do one. I wonder if fucking normal people would see this episode and just be like, yeah, I just really need to like commit to one thing. But for us, we actually care about these things. We're like, no, you kind of, you kind of need to care about stuff. You know, Mm -hmm. you need to care about taking care of things. And so for us, the moral of the story is bullshit. (laughs) Well, I would say, even if you're someone that maybe didn't care about that stuff before, even if you ended up picking one thing, I mean, that's still helpful. If you went from, I don't care about any of these things to like, oh, this kind of opened my eyes a little bit and I'll pick one thing to really like focus on and do, that's still helpful than being in the place you were where you didn't really care about any of it. Yeah, it's just the the way they set it up is kind of weird because yeah. just yeah. the fact that it's like environmental stuff or like, you know, do good types of causes, whatever. Um as I say, the thing that frustrates me about the episode now that I'm thinking about it is the way they portray the only character in the whole episode, Lizzie. Actually, two, if you want to kind of count Parker. The only characters that care about this, these topics, are the assholes in this episode, yeah, right? Yeah, no, That's the thing that's weird about it. Yeah, and so it's like, it's kind of frustrating because, yeah. If it was sports, nobody would be an asshole. Yeah. You would just be a go-getter. Right, right, right. Yes, I was going to say, because it's this and because everyone else is bothered by Lizzie's convictions and like her kind of like wanting them to care about this. Lizzie's the bad guy. And it's like, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's <laughs> such a weird setup. Like yeah. the moral of the story. It's, it's more like the writers wrote it and they're like, yeah, we're going to make this about how environmentalists are assholes. And then it got to like the producers at the end. They're like, you can't fucking make that episode. <laughs> and so they just like flopped one thing. Oh, watch. We're going to make Gordo fall over on bike and just be like, Hey, just focus on one thing, kids. Hey, you know, but really they already... I think you're honing in too much on this Gordo thing. I think he has nothing to do with the story. No, that's what know. I'm fucking saying. It was <laughs> like they just punched it in to like, you know, make make mm-hmm. the story uh, about, you know, focusing instead of making the story about how environmentalists are assholes, you know? Yeah. See that? Yeah. Yeah. I was say, this episode is tough for me because, yeah, it's just... As I've said this whole time, I'm sorry, I keep repeating myself, that, yeah, it brings up a lot of what I get, goes through my brain a lot. And not that Ryan and I are rock stars by any means. Oh, my gosh. Some people are quite amazing at things. But, you know, there are just things. How about I say this? Because I know we're not doing everything we possibly could, that's the shit that is going through my brain. It's like, I wish I was doing more. and But at the same time, like, you know... I just am not there. I mean, God, I mean, so much of me goes into just surviving as a mother <laughs> right now with our little baby. And, and so, you know, we, we do what we can. Um, 
but I know there's so much more to do and there's so much more that could be done. And that's the thing that like irks me like every day, you know, is, um, even like how much trash we produce, there's ways to make less, you know what I mean? To, to do less. Um, but anyways, I'm not going to get into that. Um, point is we're not like rock stars, I guess is what I'm trying to say, but, but this stuff does, it's something I do care about and it's on my mind a lot of what we can do, you know, to be better. Um, and it is scary to me when I think of people who absolutely don't care at all, um, which I feel like this episode just really points that out, that it's not on most people's brains and it doesn't, they don't want it to be on their brains, you know, because once you start thinking about it, it's kind of stressful. Yeah. Who wants to um, feel bad? Nobody wants to yeah. feel bad. Everybody wants to feel good and do what they want and eat what they want and be happy. Yeah. The point is the thing that along with those things that can be kind of stressful about this episode, the thing that makes me bummed out the most about this episode is like I said, that the only people that are portrayed as the ones that care. And I know Parker's part is very, very, very small, but it's like the two people that express the, you know, caring about that stuff are the a-holes of the episode. And it's like, Oh, fucking great. Um, (laughs) so anyway, And, you know, I'm sure there's plenty of other people that feel like us that, you know, watch it and are totally on board with, you know, Lizzie's point of view. Um, But totally on board with my point of view. What the fuck is going on with Gordo? (laughs) Okay. anyway. um, Yeah. Sorry. I feel like this episode is like negative, which I was concerned about. I thought I was going to happen with this episode. I was kind of dreading this episode coming up because I didn't know how this would be a positive episode. Honestly, you're like, OMG inner beauty. I can't even inner beauty is also going to be a tough episode to talk about. Let me get there. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but that's a while away. Um, but yeah. Okay. So if you want to send me any stories for us to share or I don't know anything, any questions or I don't know. Yeah. You can always email us at what dreams are made of podcast at gmail.com. And I'm trying to think if there's anything else to say. Not really. If you have any Christmas movie suggestions, you can always hit me up in that email or I guess if you're friends with me on Instagram, then DM me. (laughs) But I think I have an idea of a Christmas movie I'd like to cover, but we'll see. Um, And also let us know if you want us to drop that uh, Halloween Town episode. (laughs) Mm -hmm. You need to know about Marnie. 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 (laughs) Actually, like, what is it? Luke? What's his name? Digit? (laughs) Uh, Sophie. Susie. Dylan. That's what it was. Marnie, Dylan, and Sophie. Arnie, Digit, and Susie. And the mom is Gwen, and the grandma is um, Agatha, Aggie. The mom is Jessica Chastain's mm-hmm. less popular auntie. Yep, yep. Ryan yep, says that several times in that sweet episode. Honestly, the episode's kind of a piece of crap. I don't think anyone else is <laughs> to it, which is another reason why I never, I wasn't motivated to share it. Ryan didn't know anything about the movie, and it was honestly just super annoying to record with him the whole time. (laughs) (laughs) I'm awesome to record with all the time. I hate you. Okay. Uh, Anyway. (laughs) I kick ass. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so this has been Chelsea. And Ryan. And like Gordo says, I'd rather be a good person than look good in a picture. Mm